my goal was to just be faster than Alex or beat Alex in the mains. And it was a big deal for me to beat Alex in a, a main. So I kept, I started keeping track of how many times I beat Alex. And if you, there's a spot, it's like where I normally pit on, it's on the other side. It's like on the same spot, but on the other row of pits, it, yeah. I wrote on there times I beat Alex and it has tally marks on there. And, uh, if we were ever to get rid of those pits, I would cut that out of there probably <laughs> and keep it. <laughs> <laughs> everybody out there. This is Alex Sturgeon with the Hobbytown Hobbyplex here for the Hobbyplex show. And with me as always, Will Brinton. And we're here to talk about uh, everything and anything Hobbyplex and uh, a little bit RC stuff too, RC news and all that good stuff. As always, this show is brought to you by uh, Pivot Lending Group. You can find them at pivotlending.com and uh, make sure you get a hold of Don Zoller. Or if you have to, uh, try to get a hold of Aiden Olson's dad, although that gets kind of difficult because he's always jet setting around everywhere. And then uh, mention our show, and if you uh, hook up with the home loan refinance, which my wife's actually in the studio today, we should talk about. She should get a hold of her because uh, you never know. We could we could get cheaper. I don't with all the rates and everything. You never know. Anyways, uh, you could get a five hundred dollar lender credit or point one two five off of your interest rate. Yeah, I'd go with the point one two five personally. Yeah, me too. We got a lot to discuss. Uh, I don't know about you, but my phone was blowing up these last two days. Cause today was the, the last day to sign up for the J concepts race, uh, not sign up, but get paid for the J concepts race before I would boot you off. Yeah. The day of reckoning. Yeah. The purge could also be called. Yeah. The purge. There wasn't as many people that I had to delete as I thought there would be. It only came down to maybe, maybe 10 people total. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad. Otherwise everybody paid. And, uh, I really wanted to get everybody ahead of time because for two reasons, one, we have, we had a waiting list. We still do, but Mm -hmm. now it's kind of, oof, I don't think those people are going to get in, but, uh, basically I wanted to let those people know that we're on the waiting list, if they're going to get in or not, you know, the sooner the better. And so I was really trying to track down as many people as I could on Facebook or whatever. And then making that post on yesterday that I made and it got shared a whole bunch really kind of sealed the deal. So I was happy and, uh, I got about, it, I think we had 32 people on the wait list and we were able to fill with all the drops and everything we've had since entries closed. Um, I think we were able to fill up to 15, 14 or 15, something like that. It's about half. It all worked out. So as it stands right now, we're full. We have, uh, 299 entries, uh, 146 people. We have exactly 146 pit spots, <laughs> so so uh, so we're right on the uh, right on the edge, and uh, we're gonna get her done. But uh, I want to talk about some things uh, today, um, schedule wise. Uh, I wanted to talk about independent class tires. I wanted to talk about just tires in general. Now, those seem to be the questions that get asked the most. Super chat. Jackson Anderson just gave us a super chat. What? He doesn't have money for that. I know. That's what I was saying. <laughs> yeah, to give us two dollars. But there's no there's no uh there's no there's no question. 
<laughs> he forgot to put the question. <laughs> so, whatever. <laughs> well, give us another two bucks, and yeah. we'll. Uh, <laughs> that way, he gets two dollars, and I get two dollars. That's how this works out. Yeah, he he uh, he's like he borrowed a dollar from me on Saturday for a soda. Because <laughs> like maybe he's giving me the dollar back with some I, interest. Honestly, I nothing against Jackson. I was shocked that he had all three classes paid for on Saturday. Yeah. He's a working man slinging tacos over a Taco Bell. I know. He needs That's to bring he us he needs to bring us some tacos that they throw out at the end of the night. He brought he brought me Taco Bell on Saturday. Yeah, I know. That's what you said. Yeah. It's awesome. I missed out. I wasn't able to get there. Anyway, so we'll just uh, we'll just say thanks, Jackson, and uh I'll, we'll probably end up giving you that two dollars back at some point anyway, so whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Or you probably owed us two dollars <laughs> at some point. Uh, he definitely owes me two dollars, yeah. dude. He like bag borrows and steals all my old tires. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna run those again? <laughs> super chat. Oh, Zeke Zeke Bollinger just gave us a super chat. Two two ninety nine. He's one up in Jackson. Nice. No question though. Well, thanks, Zeke. Yeah, thanks, Zeke. You're the man. Yeah, you are the man. Zeke Bollinger's on here. Yeah, one of the uh, he's a super stud TLR guys from uh, from Colorado. I actually got a an email from uh, um, from Thomas uh, Thomas Tran, and uh, he's got a list of about twenty five names for pit spaces that uh, that I got to get oh, going. Cool. That's the other thing we need to talk about tonight is how we're going to do pitting too. So, yeah, uh, Zeke's been on the show before. Yeah. You should go check out his episode. Yeah, what is it? Episode like uh, what is it? Twenty something like that. No it's, idea. It was way back in May. It was in May, I think. Okay, schedule-wise for the J-Concepts race. So I've had some questions about the schedule. There is no practice on Wednesday. Just want to get that out there. So uh, when we do big races like this, unless it's the Roar Nats, which, you know, Wednesday practice is kind of a mandatory thing. But normally when we do big races like this, we don't really want to have everybody have to take a whole week off of, of uh, you know, five days. We try to limit it four, right? You don't even yeah. really have to do that if you don't want to. So uh, Thursday... There is practice from 4 p.m. to 9 p.m. And that's basically just to run the track in. You probably won't learn a whole lot about tires or anything like that because the track is going to be brand spanking new. The whole thing is going to be new. So um, that just helps us kind of get the track ran in a little bit, start a groove. And then Friday, practice will go from 10 a.m. until uh, 6.30. And then we're doing a seating round at 7 p.m. And I already have the heats made for seating. You can actually get on uh, Live RC right now and go to the Hobbyplex um, track. And then if you go to other events, you can click on that and you'll see the J Concepts race up at the top. And you can click on that and you can actually look at the heat sheets. So three minute heats with uh, a minute up. And then I, I put a gap in there of two minutes. If we can get that, you know, closer to one minute, that'd be awesome. But uh, basically seven to 1030 is what it looks like for Friday night. And again, if you can't get those days off, you don't have to make seating to qualify for the race. You're, you're basically just qualifying to qualify. It just helps to sort the heats out before anything actually counts for real so that everything mm -hmm. is a little bit cleaner. Yeah. And I like doing seating. Yeah, I do too. I run as hard as I can the whole time. Yeah. Specifically for that reason though, like, like just, it just helps Saturday go a little bit smoother. Well, and it shakes down the transponders and yeah. um, that kind of stuff. All the, oh, what do you want to call it? The 
the painstaking things that take up time in an event. Yes. Kind of eliminates that for the big day. Yep. And then uh, qualifying doors open at seven. We're going to practice till eight thirty. Um, it'll be very fast, like three minute up and down controlled practice heats. And then qualifying starts at nine a.m. I made the uh, the itinerary for that as well on 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 uh, using lifetime, and it shows that we start at nine and we'll be done qualifying at ten thirty. So that's it for everybody's on time. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and that is, that is also including, uh, track breaks every two hours to blow off the track. So you don't know what Sunday's itinerary is because you gotta, you gotta run through all the qualifiers first to have it automatically kind of figure that one out. So, um, right. But Sunday doors open at seven, same thing. We start, we start the mains at 9am. So there you go. That's schedule. If you, uh, have any questions about that um you can put them in the chat here now or you can um uh, you can even ask us anytime in the next two weeks and we'll, we'll answer those but that's that's a basic breakdown it's pretty simple stuff uh doors open thursday at 10 a.m for to pit setup but you won't be able to get on the track until four super chat wow super chats are coming in hard and heavy jason haley just dropped 399 and Whoa. Uh, and he says thanks for the podcast drawing prize hey no problem yeah, that was pretty fun. I'm I'm glad you remembered it. Yeah, no, I Jason actually texted me and reminded me. Oh. I was sitting over like underneath my TV, and there's if he didn't text me like when I when he did, I might have forgotten. Yeah, and I just threw it in my box with my tires. But, yeah, and if you're wondering what this prize was, it was a short course buggy body of mine that I used one time at the short course showdown in 2013. And you put a tally mark on on the. Uh... Yeah. Yeah. I forgot about my tally mark. Dude, I'd run out of board if I kept, do- <laughs> if I kept doing it. No, it was all. So, so this is the thing. Like, um, a lot of people don't realize this, but, uh, I used to, I mean, really suck a lot and I still do at times, but, um, my goal was to just be faster than Alex or beat Alex in the mains. And it was a big deal for me to beat Alex in a, a main. So I kept, I started keeping track of how many times I beat Alex. And if you, there's a spot, it's like where I normally pit on, it's on the other side. It's like on the same spot, but on the other row of pits, it, yeah. I wrote on there times I beat Alex and it has tally marks on there. And, uh, if we were ever to get rid of those pits, I would cut that out of there probably <laughs> and keep it. <laughs> Emerson Sturgeon has his own tally mark area now in his pit area. Does he? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's so it, I can't remember. There's an old NASCAR driver. We'll just say it was Ricky Rudd for the sake of uh, having a name. But the person that he said that the person that you're racing uh, is your race, whether that's for 20th or first. Yeah. The person in front of you, like you're racing for 19th, that's your race. Race them, race them as hard as you can. Yeah. So Alex was my race. Or you are my race. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, totally. I agree. Everybody. I mean, I am, I'm a little, I'm a lot more laid back now. I try to be, I wasn't Sunday at the start of the day, but, um, I try to be a lot more laid back now. And I, I, I've kind of come to terms that everybody's gotten a lot faster and I've, and I haven't. (laughs) So I just sort of, I just sort of go with the flow now. I think people are just putting more work into it than normal because like you, you're still just as fast as I am. I just feel like I end up putting in cleaner runs 
Um, but like, I really work on my stuff and I'm always wrenching. Like I have to have a good car to, to be faster. Yeah. You're one of and the, you're, you're one of the guys that drives really hard though. I still don't drive hard and stuff. I, I, I like, I can, I'll watch your car and go, wow, he's, he's attacking every single corner. Yeah. I, I'm, I womp on her. Like, I've that's never, my style. I've, I've never learned like, how to do that. Yeah. Like if I, if I had a rap style, it'd be womp. Womp. <laughs> Womping on her. Let's talk tires. Uh, so the independent class, there's 32 independent buggy entries. Um, it kind of wavered around that 30, 34 mark. I think we, at one time we had like 35 and after pulling some of the guys that weren't going to make it and ended up being 32, it's going to be a controlled tire. We've talked about this before, but it's uh, it's silver compound ellipses. Um, you're going to get your first set free with your entry and then you're, you're only allowed one more set. And you got to buy that from the Plex. Um, all the tires are going to have a brand on them. I'm going to, I'm going to actually physically brand all the tires myself. So that'll be fun. I'm going to be getting uh, smoke high back there in the, in the shop. And uh, there is a visible tread rule. So um, you do kind of want to be a little careful with them. You don't want to burn them all the way down. You definitely don't want to sand them to slicks because that won't be allowed, at least for the independent class. A lot of that has to do with just stock. Like there's, pure stock like will the a main drivers be uh, having a third set available to them no upon making because the we A-main? won't have stock oh okay but if let's say there's extra tires Mm-mm. okay all right just uh, just wondering i'm heading off qu- i'm heading off questions i am branding 64 pairs of tires okay uh front and rear so so that'd be 128 pairs of tires total is all i'm branding uh, oh, that was a part of the question. You can practice. I've had this one. You can practice with whatever tire you want, but when it comes, when the seating round comes on Friday, you have to be on your independent class tires. If you have to tech, you have to have their correct tires. Exactly. On. Yeah. But if you don't have to tech because you don't tech for practice, all the other classes you're, you can run whatever tire you want and there's no visible tread rule. So if you want to burn them down and give that a try, go for it. Probably won't work though. Maybe. Probably not. <laughs> yeah. I don't think, I don't think so. I mean, I don't, it's going to be different. Like, you know, that post I made today, like I didn't say anything about tread or anything like that. Like you're going to, if you're running any class that you can run pretty much, if you're running any class that are an independent, you're going to want to have both types of tires or both silver and gold. Um, because we, we really don't know what the, I don't hundred percent know what the track's going to do every time. Cause we completely till it, Yeah, you know, and it's a new, uh, surface and every, every, it, it's not, it's not like every time it's different, but it's like every time there's just like a little, something little different or it could go either way. And now that we have more options, you know, you want to have both options. Um, but like these, I don't know if you, you can see the amount of tread left on those. That's what I had on in the main. And these started at, at, you know, I scuffed them a little bit with the Scotch Bright um, before we started club racing on Saturday. And these were what I ran in the main. And uh, my car was, you know, pulling some wheelies in the groove. But, mm-hmm. you know, the kind of it was only really fast in the groove. Um, it probably would have been better with a little bit of tread on them. Yeah. Still, um, I think because I caught uh, Alex Vanderbeek and, you know, I still I started these on like quarter tread. And then, um, I caught him and raced with him. And I think I might've got around him for a second for a little while, 
And then he started on newer tires and these I burned off and he just kind of pulled away from me. Yeah. So Emerson's car, Emerson drives way harder than I was. We both started on the same brand new set of tires and mine still has plenty of tread left. And his was kind of like looking like yours. And yeah. His car was really good in the mains. I was really proud of him because mm-hmm. he, he was in the race for the bump for the a main and with, with all the talent there, that would have been really cool. But even, yeah. I mean, even finishing where he, he finished third in the B, I mean, that's pretty good. But the, the thing about the thing about our track is it's not unknown because we know what tires work on our track. It's, it's that we haven't had a big race in the winter time since 2013, right? No, the, the, the J concepts finals were in December. So that counts. That would have been 2015. But yeah. even, even then the clay compound wasn't the same clay compound that it is now. Right. I don't know. I, I was I, on their tires. That I time. think, I think a little, a little bit of it changed. And so, and it was dirt webs. We were just starting on dirt webs back then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's kind of, it's not like we're guessing, but we're at least telling you what we know. Yeah. You know, in the summertime, it's almost gold, right? Majority of the time, the track was taking gold. Yeah. There was a couple of rounds. Silvers were better. And, um, even then I think you could have ran gold treads. Yeah. But, okay. So to, to go back to my point, there was a, a couple of rounds of the summer series and it was the middle of the summer where silver was just the end all beat all. Mm-hmm. Like it was just better than gold. And then the next round it took, it, it took silver. Or I mean, it took gold instead yeah. of silver. So, um, and it was, you know, same temperature, same, 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 same. And, uh, one compound is better than the other. And I don't know why, but yeah. that's why I had both compounds. Yeah, exactly. I did put a pretty big order into J concepts for tires too, not just independent tires, but for everybody. So yeah, hopefully we'll have tires, uh, a lot of tires. We had a lot of tires. I don't know if you guys noticed or not, but like, we really stocked up this summer when um, all the all the production nonsense was going on, where everybody was worried about stuff, and um, uh, we actually had a pretty large amount of backstock. Uh, that backstock is all gone because mm-hmm. I think we were one of the only places that actually had tires. Yeah, I know that. Uh, talking to some of the guys in the pits, they were just going up and buying a set of tires every week or something like that. Just to- yeah get stocked up. So hopefully that comes through. Cause otherwise that'll be really weird. <laughs> yeah. So, and that we're, we're stocked up on everything. We've got, we've got, um, pro line and, and AKA and J concepts and a little bit of raw speed. So, you know, we should be okay. Whatever flavor you like. And we got lots of rims too. We, we definitely have lots of rims. So I'm not really worried about that. Rim situation is yeah. pretty good. Wheels, rims, whatever you want to call them. Chromes, spinners, yeah. everything. That'd be cool if we had spinners. Yeah. I'd, I'd, like, I'd run them. You, you like stop for a pit stop in nitro <laughs> and they're going. That'd be sweet, dude. Hey, you're, hey you're, your tires are broken. Mm-hmm. You stop, you stop before the grid and your, your spinners are still going yeah. on your car. That'd be so awesome. That'd be so <laughs> trick. So I have a um, generic Facebook page dedicated to usually the roar Nats, right? It's just called um, mm-hmm. Hobbyplex. It's it's backslash Hobbyplex Nationals, and I used it starting in was it 
2011, maybe, maybe it's been that old. It's, it was, it's pretty old page, but I go in and I change the name of it all the time. I think maybe I just recreated it for this 2016 Nats. I think maybe either way, uh, I changed the name of it today to just Hobbyplex nationals info page. And, uh, so that's where I'm going to put anything that we get as far as, um, any schedule updates, any additional sponsors, door prizes, team associated's already delivered some cool stuff for, for door prizes. Nice. And TLR is a sponsor of that. So I'm trying to get them to give us some stuff. I'm getting hold of Hobbywing this week. Um, I think there's some other ones on there. So we'll, uh, we'll see if we can make it happen. I always like to have some door prizes. The, the thing about door prizes is that's weird is I, we, we hold so many events. And for me, the ones that I really am concerned with door prizes the most is the is summer series and the techno series. And so I don't want to use up our uh, door prize equity, <laughs> you know, right off the bat when I need it for those events, definitely for those events. So I'm trying to make sure that we have something without using that up. Plus, you know, I mean, this race costs people 50 bucks for the first entry. Yeah. So I want to, I want to at least get some, you know, have some stuff on hand that we can, we can hand out. Get your money's worth. Yeah, exactly. So we talked about tires, independent tires. We talked about the schedule. Anything else? What can you think of? That's all I can think of. Yeah. The track will be new. So we're not one of those places that puts a layout in three weeks prior. We're, 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 I'm all gung ho. I it's, we're starting on it January 30th. We're treating it like a, like a, like a true national event. We're yeah, starting we're old school. We're starting on the track layout, uh, Saturday, uh, January 30th. And we'll hopefully have the track done by Tuesday night and then we'll paint it and make it look all spiffy on Wednesday. Nice. So that it can dry overnight for Thursday. Nothing's worse than going out there with wet paint all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, would, that would suck. So, oh, pitting. Thanks, Riley Filbert, who uh, hasn't paid his entry yet, but we talked about it. So uh, there is going to be assigned seating for everybody. That's, that's the other thing. So kind of like when the Techno Series was limited to 75 drivers. I had to put everybody's name on a pit spot so that if somebody came that wasn't signed up yet or that didn't sign up, they couldn't just mm-hmm. walk in and take over somebody's pit spot. Yeah. Kind of the same deal. I mean, we're, 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 I was hoping to have a cushion. We're not going to have a cushion. It's 146 pit spots, 146 people. I'm going to have all the spots taken care of. So that way, if somebody comes in, you know, that's, that's like, well, I flew here from wherever and I should be allowed to get in the race. I'll be like, well, you're going to have to pit in your hotel room. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen though. Yeah. But that'll just make it easier on everybody too. It's kind of like, I don't know about you, but remember going to the lunchroom and trying to figure out where to sit. Yeah. That was always really awkward for me. Really? Yeah. I just sit by myself. Yeah. <laughs> I had a crew in high school that I finally figured out where I could sit with. Yeah. I could imagine, like, if I ever went to jail, that'd be tough. That'd be the worst part. No, we're just sit for lunch. Because watching like Cobra Kai, and like they they cover that with the uh, with uh, Robbie. He he goes in there and he's he doesn't know where to sit, and then he's got his he's got to fight for his respect or whatever. That's like in every episode. It's it's like, a cliche. Where do I sit? Yeah, it's a cliche. <laughs> Where do I sit? You want to fight about it? Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much every episode. <laughs> Gretchen's got me watching Shameless. 
on Netflix. I tried to watch that Dude, show. That show, I, I hate that I show. I feel really. That yeah, show pisses that show. me off. I, yeah, I just feel really bad. I do. Like I, I, I don't know why she likes it, but um, I'll come in. I'll be like, and every time I look up on the screen, there's two naked people, and I'm like, oh my god, what is going on? And it's yeah, it's like it's too. annoying. It's to the point where it's annoying. It's not even. It's not even cool. That didn't really bother me, but it was just like. How how much like bad I used stuff to have a saying about it? How much bad like, stuff can happen? Yeah, like shame. Like the people that watch it watch it are shameless. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Although, what's that dude's name? Uh, Macy. Uh, oh, William H. Macy. William, William, yeah, he's such a good actor. He's all right. <laughs> my my favorite one of my favorite scenes of him though is when he when he's in boogie nights and he goes and his his what his wife keeps cheating on him sort of and he just finally has the end of it and he just walks in and <laughs> my, my favorite movie that he's in is fargo yeah he's really good in fargo. <laughs> ah jeez. ah jeez. uh what was i watching the other day where he was in it and i was like no way oh is it um uh the last dragon he's he's like uh he's um vanity's like uh um manager or something like that he's got a he's got a scene for like 30 seconds in that movie and i was like dude that's william h macy he's in that movie anyways sorry okay anyways um let's move on Ah, oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. I'm going to drink a kickstart before it gets warm, so hang on a second here. Hey, pass me a kickstart. Okay, there was a lot of racing this weekend, not just us, but the, the sick race was happening at the same time. Mm-hmm. And just want to talk about that really fast. You know, everything's always online, so we're, we're kind of always a, a day late anyways. Um, yeah, but Tebow won uh, pro truggy thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, it's cool. And, uh, Van Dalen and Wiggins did really well again. So, uh, I think Seth got a top five in pro buggy nitro buggy. And I think Wiggins was on the podium and truck, um, without looking, I think that's what it is. Yeah. So, and then, uh, Graham Hill and those guys went down there as, as well as uh, Chris Morant also. Yeah, I didn't see where they finished. I feel kind of, kind of douchey about it. Cause I just haven't had time today with my phone blowing up and my wife wanting to take me to the mall and do all this errands and everything. But sounds like they had a good time. Chris Brandt seemed kind of dejected on where he finished, but that happens sometimes. And then I saw the CRCRC nitro race, Greg Bommel and um, Jeremy Whiting did pretty good over there too. That's good think they podiumed on Truggy again. So there you go. That's our, that's our rundown of the national scene. <laughs> now on to hmm. us. Yeah. <laughs> the winner is. Dude. Okay. Well, we had a big weekend and, uh, how many entries did we have total? We had 95 entries on Saturday. That's a race. That's, <laughs> that's, that's what used to be the summer series. Yeah. You know, back in 13 and 14. You know, we'd, we'd hover right around that hundred entry mark. 
Mod, mod two wheel was a round of the summer series. Basically. Yeah. Nine, there was nine. It was the biggest class. There was 19 cars. Of course we had Tom. Tom was there. Alex Vanderbeek was there. You were there. Uh, but Aiden Horn, I guess, is staying with yeah. Tom for a month. Really? Yeah. That's cool. so I think he's coming to our, our club races every week. Nice. From what I, from what I understand. So having him there also uh, just another, another level of comp there. God, just crazy. Jeremy fellows was there running and he's got, he's got a mod car. So he was in the main. Yeah. But uh, we'll get to that in a little bit. Almost, almost that. Yeah. <laughs> I know he's listening. <laughs> uh, so we had uh, 10 classes total. And uh, we'll go over the results real fast. Luckily, there's no points or anything to worry about. But uh, Plex Spec A main was a barn burner because you had Josh. Josh Christensen was basically running an eight scale, although it technically Arma calls it the plastic Typhon, a 10 scale. Mm-hmm. It's the same mm-hmm. chassis as like a Centon, except that it's a buggy. Yeah. I keep calling it the typhoon. Uh, the typhoon. <laughs> just, to be, just to be funny. Uh, <laughs> <call it> the <laughs> typhoon. <laughs> get that every day now at the store. I, I just give up. I totally give up, but it's like, it's like the other day somebody brought in a Jado and, and they did the whole, they, they, I need the parts. I need this part for the Jato. And I was like, oh yeah, this is a, this is a Jado rear arm. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm like real subtle. Try to like, not, you know, just push it in people's faces or whatever. So yeah. Anyways, uh, Parker Garing one Plex spec though. He, uh, he had a really good start. Josh had a really bad start. I think he was dead last after the first lap mm-hmm. and Parker got away. And then he, he just um, kind of maintained that position. He did really well. Uh, Josh came back to get second. Daniel Bender got third. Uh, Lance Murray was fourth. Dalton Conrad, uh, brand new. So this was fun to see was, uh, was fifth. And I, I reminded him when he entered his name, he, his dad was like uh, Dalton. And I go, you mean like roadhouse? He's like, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, ah, oh, I thought you'd be bigger. And then, um, uh, Nevin was sixth. Ariana was seventh. And then Yahweh was eighth. Sorry. Haley was ninth. Uh, Jake Conrad. That was, uh, Dalton's dad was 10th and Kelsey bear was 11th. So, uh, we had 11. I just put all 11 of them in the main. We didn't have a lower main, uh, 13, five buggy. Um, Kyle Gannon, TQ and win. He looked, he looked pretty sharp on, uh, for not racing in a long time. Uh, Nick Pavel was second. Uh, David Peevler qualified eighth. He struggled in qualifying. Actually, he was in the B, right? Didn't he bump up? No, he qualified eighth. What am I saying? He, he was in the B resort. resort. That's what happened. Oh, okay. But uh, kind of back where he belongs up there. Top three. Mm-hmm. Tannehill yeah. got fourth. Uh, TJ Williams. This is going to be a theme for the day. Uh, bump up in the ninth spot, finished fifth. Nice. And I believe that he was in second for a little while, if I'm not mistaken. So he had his car going once he got in the main. Yeah, he was he was excited. Yeah, he, he and well deserved because him and Andy. Uh, I'm not is is Andy his uncle? Yeah. Okay, his uh, uncle Andy. Um, they like stayed up all night working on their cars. Mm-hmm. 
getting stuff ready for dirt. No, they came in Friday and uh, got yeah. and got B uh, B six point two parts for their B six point one to convert it over. Nice, and I think that that uh, uh, car used to be their, their two wheel for yeah it used to be mine. Yeah. Um, I gave that to Corey Tannehill because um, it was just my old six point one. And I wasn't going to run it, and he wanted to race dirt. And I was like, "Well, you can run. You just have this car." Because uh, the way I looked at it is, it gets somebody else out there racing yeah. uh, one of the associated cars. And I said, "Just don't ever sell it. Yeah. You can have it." And uh, he gave it to him to run. Yep. And so that's pretty awesome. That's what it's all about. Yep. Chance Rolk was sixth. Ronnie Went was seventh. Nick Sneathen was ninth, eighth. Dustin Hosick was ninth. He broke out. Uh, Matt Robinson uh, didn't stick around for the main. That was the, kind of the running, we're going to talk about that here in a minute. It's uh, kind of a running storyline here. Uh, 13.5 stadium truck, there was only five of them. So this was one of those days where we had one one or two heats that were kind of short. So I had to sit there and beg for marshals all day. I hate that. It's not yeah. my favorite, not my favorite thing to do. Mm-hmm. But whatever. Uh, Wade Gehring, uh, TQ and win. Brady Papanow found some speed. That dude's gotten fast all of a sudden. Like it wasn't yeah. that long ago, he was struggling in Plexbeck, and now he's got a he got a he got the stadium truck late last year, and and I was watching him going, holy crap, he's like kind of catching Wade there for a little while. Yeah, so that's going to be fun to watch. Uh, Phil Palmer was third, Wes Hicks was fourth, and uh, T.J. Williams didn't start. Something was wrong with his truck. I can't remember what it was. I think he broke it in warm up actually. Mini Truggy. Uh, this one was fun. You announced it for me. Thank you very much. Oh yeah, no problem. I posted the, uh, the video of this one earlier today and then my phone was about to die. So I wasn't able to post. I got, I think I got mod two wheel as well that I got to get up there on, on the YouTube, but, uh, I got a TQ and a win. Um, Ashton McCormick, uh, qualified third, finished second. He was on my bumper for about half the race. Yeah. He was sticking to you. Yeah. He's keeping you honest. Yep. Uh, Nick Pavel qualified seventh. And finished third. Bryson Pavel finished fourth. John Haas um, looks like he improved through the day. Finished uh, fifth. Ronnie Went looks like he broke out. For some reason, I am, I signed up Emerson. I don't know why I did that. I thought I took him out of the race, <laughs> but he shows up on here. And then Matt Robinson again. He went home. So I'm debating on whether or not I should even run that truck anymore before the J Concepts race. Why? Because the tires that are on that are money. Get new tires. <sighs> Yeah. You're going to need more than one set anyway. Well, I have another set. I have two sets right now that, that are pretty well worn in. Yeah. I don't spend, know. Spend a few bucks and get some tires. Yeah. We'll see. I got a set of silvers too, but they're way clapped out. <laughs> yeah. They are, they are gone. Like you should feel like they move around. There's this air gap and everything. They're not, they're not that great. Expert stock, a main. So this one, uh, Jackson Anderson got a TQ and a win. Nice. And I can't tell if he likes carpet or dirt better. I, I would assume he likes dirt better. I think he does too. I think that was a thing from TJ too. I, I remember talking to them and I think they said that, that TJ really likes the dirt better. And I think it shows with these results, to be honest with you. Oh Yeah. Carpet's kind of unforgiving. It's, you know? it, it is, but I also think that it makes you a better driver for dirt. You think so? I think so. Yeah. I, I don't know. There's some things I could see that, but I think it's just wheel time in general. Yeah. 
I know, but you have to be so on it to make sure you don't crash. Yeah. And then you get to the big, fast dirt track and it's, it's almost, it, it should come almost easier. Yeah. Well, I think that's why I did well on carpet is cause I'm, I'm pretty smooth mm-hmm. point and shoot type style driving on carpet. I don't know. I did, I could run, I could run six minutes or however long we were racing for without crashing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was kind of, I kind of old manned everybody to death. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, David Peevler, uh, qualified third, finished second chance Rolk, uh, finished qualified fifth, finished third. So those two guys from the carpet syndicate, uh, they were, you know, neck and neck. So they're kind of just right back to where they were. Brian Cox just kind of hung out in fourth and, um, Ashley McCormick dropped from second to fifth Easton. Uh, his kiddo was right there behind him. Then it was Dustin Hosick, Patrick Mitrovic, Wes Hicks, and then Rob Connor finished 10th. And then let's move on to, uh, to mod two wheel. So Tom Rindernecht, uh, TQ and win. I never really saw him. He didn't lap me. I was, yeah. I was the last one on the lead lap. So I never really got a chance to, to see him other than that second qualifier with the resort. He did lap me there. Mm-hmm. And I let him go. And then like four corners later, he was gone. <laughs> yeah. This is crazy. Um, Vanderbeek, uh, qualified second, finished second. You qualified third, finished third. Um, Aiden Horn had a really rough go of it and qualifying, qualifying eighth, but he came up to finish fourth. I qualified fifth and stayed there. Uh, Caden, um, qualified seventh, finished sixth. Kyle qualified sixth, finished seventh. Jeremy Fellows, uh, finished eighth. Mitchell Pavel finished ninth and Ethan Delaire finished 10th. So I know that Ethan Delaire definitely likes carpet better than dirt. Yeah. That, at least that's what he's told me in the past. So and at least for now, at least for now, Mitchell Pavel made the bump. And, uh, so is Mitchell and Ethan making the bump and, uh, back there in the B, I just want to talk about really fast. Tommy Smith and Emerson Sturgeon were, were in that mix too. Actually, Tommy was leading most of that race. Till like the last minute and a half or so, or two minutes. But I don't know. What'd you feel about it? My, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what I felt first. And then you tell me what you think. I felt like I was home again. Like I missed it to be honest with you. I really did. And I was, I was surprised by how well the track actually came in. Oh yeah. No, I, I thought the track came in really well. I didn't, I didn't think that that would happen at all. Oh, I, I figured it would. I knew the track was going to grow up, but it was just good. You know? Yeah. I mean, it, it, uh, it reminded me of those old Friday, old Friday nights where we'd have like a crazy amount of entries and be there crazy late yeah. um, or early, depending on how you look at it. But mm-hmm. I had a great time. I, I mean, it doesn't seem like I'm at home cause I was still racing on Friday nights. You know, I that was the only RC racing I did all winter was Friday night stuff mm-hmm. and going to other dirt races. I do need to work on my cars, but I, the only thing I really did to my stuff was, was tires. Yeah. But I really do need to work on them. Like what you're doing all the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Same thing with Emerson's car. I got to get Emerson down there. So, mm-hmm. so we'll, we'll come back. I'm going to try some, I'm going to try those one, six, one, seven pistons in my stuff. Yeah. Didn't, did you ever have them in or did you go away from them? I never had them in. I just ran one, six, one, sevens. One six is in the front, one seven's in the back. Mm-hmm. So, but dude, I mean, you finished third. I mean, that's 
any anytime that anytime that Alex, Mason, and Tom are there, any any of those three at one time, like I always feel like if I'm the highest placing hobby plexer, I feel like that's a win for the day. Yeah, I I mean I'm not uh, mad about how I finished. Yeah, I, mean, I think I had a little. I think I had a little bit more for Alex than um, I. I, you know, I, I didn't leave it all out. I guess like if I would have had, like if I would have got my tires like perfect, mm-hmm. you know, if I would put it like a new set of tires on my car for the main, I probably could have raced with them a little longer yeah. or at least had a little bit more form. I don't know if I, I probably wouldn't have beaten them, but I'd have been closer. Yeah. Cause I was right there for most of the race. I was actually looking at the results. I was actually surprised that Aiden and I were as close to you as we were. Cause I didn't, I don't think I remember seeing you either. But you were only yeah. finished two seconds in front of me and, and one second in front of Aiden. Yeah, I started choking at the end because my car started getting kind of loose. Mm. Um, and, and Aiden, because I had a good like straightaway lead on Aiden for a while. And I saw him coming. I started pushing harder and I stretched it a little bit. And then um, like I kept messing up and I got like nervous and he told, he's like, when we were marshalling, he came up to me, he's like, you were getting nervous there at the end. And I saw blood and I was like, yeah, dude, I was choking, <laughs> like choking myself out. But uh, yeah, I just had to like breathe. I'm like, just get it across the line. Like yeah. the last lap. That that was a good group of a mainers though in mod two wheel drive. Oh yeah. And one thing that we have going for us, at the Plex is that we have a regular, I think I've said this on here before, but we have a regular mod class, no matter what, even on low turnout days, there's five or six. Yeah. And, and that's like kind of uncommon for a lot of places. Very uncommon. Even OCRC doesn't have a mod class half the time. Yeah. I think that what that, what a lot of it has to do with is our tracks big enough that, um, it's easier to run modified, I think. Yeah. That and we have the we have a really strong like the Iowa guys Mason Alex and Tom coming over and that's what they race is modified yeah so if it's if it's just me and and Kyle you know if he he's gonna race modified um, we have at least six when they come over yeah so I mean we get to race it a lot because then you that's, got, and but you can't forget about Mitchell and Aiden Aiden's always there now so Mitchell and Aiden yeah they're, right. they always race yeah. mod Emerson now when Emerson wants to come out. But yeah, because because like the mod classes that that's what I'm going to race at big races. So that's yeah. what I want to club race. So independent stock, independent stock, a main. So TJ Williams qualified fourth and finished first, and I believe that this is the first win he's ever had, other than Plexpec. I don't think he's won, and I don't remember him winning anything. He's come in second a few times, third a few times in truck. He was doing really good with this truck. But especially in buggy. I mean, this is the first time that he and he won by a lot, fourteen seconds. Wow. I mean, they got that car working really well. They, I think they put my setup on it. Yeah, it, I'm uh, sure they did. Um, Phil Palmer was second. Brady Papineau was third. Uh, Jana Peevler was fourth. Um, Joe Schnoes or Jatiki, he dropped back. Man, the, I think the start of this race was kind of bad for him. He turned in the corner and second corner of that tabletop, I think is what caught him. Bummer. But I think he was last. So I think he came back to get fifth. Uh, Jason Haley with a good finish, finished sixth. Uh, Nick Sneedham was seventh. Josh Ryan was eighth. Dan Johnson was ninth. He's brand new. And then Brayton Witkowski was 10th. And Nevin Sneedham, uh was 11th. Again, there was 11 cars. So I didn't feel like having a B main. So 
um, we got a big enough track to handle. Oh yeah. In. And then we had an e-buggy class, which was pretty cool. And oh crap. Okay, so this is what happened. So there's a little so our our computer is not a bad computer, but it is kind of slow. And so I didn't finish the race after race number 12. And so when people started going out there and practicing, the lap time started the computer was starting to announce the transponders. And there was too many of them and it locked the computer up and it kicked out, it kicked out a live RC or it kicked out a live time. So when I went back into live time, it, uh, it didn't save the race. Luckily I had written out Plex bucks. So I I believe I know the order, but it's not going to be right on live on live RC. So, uh, Ashton Abdul pretty much dominated the e-buggy all day. Nice. He is, he is fast, dude. Like mm-hmm. Ashton's like Tom level fast in that class. Oh yeah. Easily. Um, Aiden Horn got second and Mitchell Pavel, I believe got third. And then it was Bryson, Ronnie and, uh, and Nick. It was good stuff. Best, best club race we've had on dirt. Uh, since what June, didn't we hit like yeah. 80 something back in June? Something like that. We had a lot. We've had good club racing all all year. I mean, since since we came back from COVID, our racing has been strong the whole way. Oh yeah, and it really hasn't fallen off, and I haven't done anything to screw it up. So that's good. <laughs> Wait, didn't we race four wheel drive mod? Did we? Did I skip? Yeah, it? we raced four. I think so. Oh, I did skip it. You're totally right. Uh, four wheel mod, uh, Aiden Horn. Uh, got to win in that one. Um, you finished second, qualified third. Uh, Ethan Delaire was third. Mitchell Pavel was fourth. Caden Fuller was fifth. Tommy Smith was sixth. Aiden Olson uh, broke out in seventh, and Josiah Roby was eighth. And your car looked good. I mean, yeah, it was lightweight. I think so. Aiden's car looked good. He struggled in two wheel drive, but four wheel drive seemed to be just fine. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Seeing Ethan Delaire fit, get a get a podium in a club race is nice because I know that he usually struggles with his four wheel drive and not his two wheel drive. Yeah, he's working on her. Yeah, I just want to move on to the onward race really fast. Give them a little bit of love. They had fifty three entries, which is more than what we had last time. It's still not as much as what what we were doing for this last year. Last year we were in the sixties and seventies, and this year not so much. But uh, I don't know. It was still fun. We'll start with the A main. So, uh, USGT, there was eight of us. Three did not make the main, um, with problems of some sort. I got a TQ and a win. Mike Clement got a, got a, got second. Ken McKinney got third. Uh, Jaden Rager got fourth. Dennis Reardon was fifth. Um, but here's the thing. I should not have won this race. Like I, I was holding Mike up basically. And, yeah. uh, all I was doing, I was just like, all right. I got the TQ, so that's good. And in my head, I was thinking, well, if he gets by me and I finish second, we'll tie in points. So it really won't cut into my lead that I have. Mm-hmm. But I also kind of wanted to win too, which was cool. And, and, but it became a pretty apparent about, about two minutes in that he was faster than I was. So I was just like doing my best to just keep my car nice and tight. Don't give any openings. 
and, you know, really make him work for it. And I tagged a wall uh, off the straightaway, gathered it back up, hugged the inside part of the next corner, and he was right on my rear bumper and just barely, barely got me loose. And I wrecked and I, I pinned it like you would a four-wheel drive off-road car. And somehow my car landed on its wheels and he, w- and then he waited for me and, and then I got back by him. And then like two laps later, he had a body tuck yeah. and, that, and that was that. So if he wouldn't waited there, I, I actually would have been okay with it because I was holding him up big time. Yeah. Right. So it was cool that he waited, but if he didn't wait, it wouldn't have been something where I would have been like, you know, it wouldn't have mattered. Yeah. So, so I kind of, I mean, I won, but I don't feel very good about it. Let's put it that way. Plus, so the first qualifier, I had a classic Alex blow up because, um, I bought this aluminum top plate for my x-ray and I didn't do any research. I didn't know that you weren't not supposed to buy aluminum top plates for your on-road cars. Um, cause my carbon one broke and I needed a new one. And so I thought this would be cool. So I put it on. Well, I put it on a couple of weeks ago and I ran into this guy's foot and it tacoed the top plate like big, oh, really? like bad, like big time bad. And, uh, I bent it back and I'm like, all right, I'm going to go drive <laughs> it. So I bent it back and I went out and drove it. And it, and my car actually drove pretty good. And I'm like, okay, all I got to do is not hit anything today and I'll be fine. And the first qualifier, they had this really hard, very sharp, right angled, right turn. And I hit the pipe really fast, full speed. And I hopped over two lanes of traffic. And when I, when I took off, I could feel my car and I'm like, ah, and I, I, I was like, blank, damn it. Really loud. Yeah. It's so quiet in there. So it's not like on the off-road track. If you, if you cuss at yourself or whatever, you know, a lot of times nobody can even hear it Yeah. on, on the carpet track. If you cuss at yourself, everybody can hear it. So yeah, I kinda, it's like golf. <laughs> yeah. I kind of felt like a douchebag, but I wasn't mad at anybody. I was mad at myself for, for crashing and, and basically rebending this car. So, so I grabbed it. Um, I pulled it in and I picked it up by its rear wing and the rear wing cut me. I don't know if you can see the bandaid. <laughs> It's like, how could it get any worse? <laughs> but my car was like, screw you, buddy. And it cut me. I was bleeding. Yeah. All, I was bleeding all over the place. I had blood all over my hand. And, uh, I very quickly grabbed a screw and I kind of like, I kind of like forced it in there and, and retightened it down so that it, this, I, cause I like my car to have a lot of flex and, and, uh, now it doesn't have flex because if it flexes, it'll bend the top plate again. So I wasn't, I didn't feel real good about this in general. So, yeah. Uh, TCS spec, uh, once again, this, I believe is one of your biggest classes. Uh, Barry, Barry Evland, uh, got the win. Jim Hungate, uh, finished second. He did get a TQ. Mark Ebner finished third. Uh, Mark Borgatti actually raced and finished fourth. Ben Seedlick finished fifth. Ron Chapluski was sixth. Ben Chapluski was seventh. And Lance Chapluski was eighth. And it looks like TQ. I think he broke his car because he had to go up and he worked for me while I was downstairs. But this is TCS spec main. So these are all TTO twos and, uh, you can do hop ups and all that other stuff. Um, but I believe they all run the same motor and same tires. That's cool. And it's a good, easy, it's a good way to get into honored racing at the Hobbyplex. Um, a lot of times there'll be multiple heats of that. That's good. 
uh, Pro 10. So they're running a 110 scale uh, pan car class. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Mike Clement uh, got the win. Kobe Krell finished second. Will Frerichs was third. And Benjamin Fenton looks like he did not start. These guys are doing nine second laps. <laughs> and USG, what, what motor do they have to use? I, I honestly don't know. I think it's 13.5. I mean, I think, <laughs> I, I think they're going really fast. So Yeah. Because they run two cell, don't they? I don't know. I can't answer that one. I don't have any idea. Dude, that, those cars do wheelies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, vintage Trans Am. I believe this one was the biggest class of the day because I'm, I'm pretty sure they had a B main. Tony Cook got the TQ and win. Dennis Reardon qualified second, finished second. Jason Rager was third. Chris Tyler was fourth. Mark Ebner was fifth. Uh, ben Seedlick was sixth. Breton, Breton Rager was seventh. And Barry Evland was eighth. And then Euro Truck. So these are the TTO1 Euro Trucks from Tamaya. Um, Tim Ski got the TQ and win. Uh, Dennis Reardon finished second. Chris Tyler was third. Barry Evland was fourth. And Jim Harden was fifth. Let's see. Formula One. See how many there were. Oh, there were seven Formula One cars. Wow. Yeah, that's really good. Uh, Kenny got the uh, got the win. Um, Mark, nice. Eb- Mark Ebner was second. Jim Hungate was third. Tony Cook got the TQ and finished fourth. Uh, Mason Ebner was fifth. Uh, Jaden Rager was sixth. And Ben Seedlick was seventh. And then finally, 12 scale. And there was seven 12 scales as well. So um, Mike Clement with the TQ and win. Kobe, uh, Kobe Krell got the uh, finished second. Chris Tyler would finish third. Benjamin Fenton was fourth. Will Frerichs was fifth. R- Ryan Wheeler was sixth. And Ben Sackett came down and finished seventh. And uh, condolences to Ben once again um, for losing his dad, I believe, this year. They're actually going to have a Al Sackett memorial race uh, on the carpet oval in Vinton, Vinton, Iowa, February, I think it's 21st, same weekend as the techno series. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, Vinton's a really cool place. Um, I've actually raced there before, uh, inter- with touring car and with an oval car, Sonny Brown had me go announce for one of the BRL races. And I also made the plaques for that race when I was doing them by hand a long time ago. And, yeah. uh, and then he let me run one of his cars and I finished, I almost got the bump out of the C main back then. That was, oh, nice. that was a lot of fun. That was the only time I've ever raced carpet oval. Okay. That concludes race results. Let's go ahead and do our pivot break. Let's get her done. And now a word from our sponsors. Yeah. This is a pivot lending update with David Olson and Don Zoller. Get some. Hi, this is David Olson with Pivot Lending, and with me today is Don Zoller. And we just wanted to give everybody uh, listening the backstory on Pivot Lending and maybe what separates us from our competitors in the marketplace. Uh, Pivot Lending, uh, we're going on our 20th year, and we're a mortgage banking company. We're different in a few ways that we have divisions of subservicing, divisions of third-party origination. We have a marketing team in one division. We also have business development. We work business to business, whether it's with a community bank or a credit union. We also uh, work the retail side of the spectrum. So we're working with a lot of realtors. We're working with a lot of builders. 
there's a number of different ways that our organization has diversified as opposed to a standard mortgage banking company that's just generating a mortgage to the market and to sell it or potentially service it. We internally underwrite all of our loans in-house. We have five underwriters. We're big enough to play in the larger spaces, but small enough to be a boutique operation. We've got about 100 employees right now. We are in California, Arizona. We have offices also in Wichita. We're in Kansas City, Omaha, Colorado. Inside Colorado, we're in Denver, Boulder, and opening up in Colorado Springs. We're kind of excited and growing. We're moving into the uh, New England market uh, with a, a big partnership that also is a serve mortgage service provider to 234 different credit unions in the New England states. So uh, a lot of things happening and um, having Dawn locally is, is, a, is a huge advantage for everybody in the RC community. I know that uh, not only myself, but the owner of the company, Brian Ottaviano, he's a hobby fan. He flew uh, quite a few remote control airplanes and loves that piece of it. He also follows Aiden, my son's racing. And so it's, it's, it's great to be able to weave in the hobby into what we're doing and to be able to give back to the hobby because of the, the things it represents. I think are similar to things that we represent. David Olson, NMLS 16099. Don Zoller, NMLS 277599. Well, the machine ones are just going to be, they're going to make the shock shaft fit a little tighter in your, uh, around the shock shaft and also, um, inside of the gland on the end of the shock body. And it's just going to keep your shocks more consistent. Like they won't, they, they won't be able to suck air or as much air, um, which can happen with any brand of shocks, you know, you'll get a little air as the shock heats up when you run, you know, mm -hmm. that kind of thing. But it's just more of a consistency thing. There's really no time to not use the machined ones, right? Isn't that we've all, no. that's why we've all gone to them? Not, not for indoor racing. There might be an outdoor time I, that, I mean, I'm sure somebody would have an explanation, you know, like, oh, I use them for this uh, application and it works great, right. you know, or something like that. But I don't, I don't know a time that you would change them, but I like them. Yeah. What are you drinking there? Bubbly. <laughs> Sparkly. <laughs> Bubbly. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Oh yeah. Do you have one? Uh, Andy Barrett says, uh, "What's up, guys? Thanks again for the setup sheet, Will." Woo! Woo! No problem. Riley said something up here. I wanted to address. J, J concepts are the bring your own handout. By the way, I have no idea what that what? means. I have no idea what that means. 
But if you're an independent buggy, you have to buy your tires from us no matter what. Even And you shouldn't be sponsored by anybody anyways because it's independent. Never heard of bring your own hand out. Yeah, which there there are there were a couple guys that were messaging me about guys that were signed up for independent that were not independent. They were sponsored guys. And it, <laughs> and it was it was uh, well, I figured out what it was. They were actually signing up for somebody else. Oh, like they're <laughs> like their kid or whatever. They're basically saving the spot. Yeah. So I, I got that all figured out a while back. That's funny. Um, this guy is spot. This guy's sponsored. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not really a big fan of the tattletale part of that either. Just <laughs> use the honor it's system. It's um, Andy Barrett. So you can practice with your own ellipse, but during seating and qualifying, you must use the spec tire. That is correct. You are correct. You are correct, sir. <laughs> uh, Jason Haley's got one. Uh, are the J Concepts nine shots weaker than normal dish rims? He broke a he broke a nine shot in qualifying. Like it broke the what? wheel. It broke the wheel. I saw it. Dude, I ran those for like four rounds of the summer series and I never had an issue. Yeah. Normally I would, normally I would say it was just the cold, but it wasn't cold in there. I don't know. I, I don't want to say it was just Jason, but. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> I'm just Brian, kidding. Brian, I'm, Brian yeah. Burnt broke one too. Yeah. So, I mean, you have to look at like how it happened. You know, I don't, I mean, if somebody clobbers your car, yeah. I mean, it's going to break stuff, but I, I have no, I didn't see the incident or how it happened or anything. Emerson broke nine, eight or nine wheels last year in Truggy. And almost all of them were from, from a, a, like just an awkward landing. Yeah. And come to think of it, didn't I, I broke a wheel. Was it last Friday? You weren't there, were you? No, I wasn't no, there, but I was, I broke a wheel last Friday and it was a DE wheel that I had lying around. So I don't know. I don't, I don't know if they're weaker. I, they, I mean, they, they, they're not a solid dish wheel, but I, I don't, I wouldn't necessarily say they were weaker. Yeah. I, I ran them during the summer and didn't have any issues with them. It's probably so. just bad luck. It, it, but I, I don't know. I mean, I've, I've broken aluminum wheel nuts before I landed and I, had a wheel nut, like just rip the threads right out of it. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it's going to happen sometimes. And, you know, we do have a pretty big jump there. Mm -hmm. I mean, and there was like two or three times in the main, it was like, Oh man, I hope my car lands. Yeah. <laughs> and then it, then it does. And it's like, cool. Aiden just trashed his car. I watched, I was, I think it was during practice. He was in the air and he, he, he was in trouble. So he whipped it and it landed just at a really wonky angle. And I saw it just go in and go snap and just snap the whole side of the car off. Just, just, just from the angle. So whatever it is, what it is. Yeah. I, but yeah, to answer your question, I don't know if they're, yeah, any, weaker, they're but any weaker, see like the ones that I saw were broken. They were broken like around here. Like the spokes weren't even broke out. So I don't know. I mean, like these are, these are my tires that yeah. I had run, but yeah, they were like broken around the wheel net. Yeah. And I've chipped, I've chipped wheels before on the edges, you know? And I know. Yeah. yeah I, I think I have one that's chipped. I mean, that's going to happen with any brand of wheel, unless it's made out of Play-Doh or something. I mean, looking at them, they look like they're the same plastic. They're the same shininess. Um, it's probably the same material, Yeah, but it's just bad luck. That's all it was. 
Again from Jason, do we have trophy girls for the INS? No, we do not. I'm too old and I've been married for 20 years to know any cute girls to come and my wife won't do it, so. Jason Haley wanted to know that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because Jason Rona loves trophy girls too. So. <laughs> I know, I know. I wish I was cool. I wish I was cool. Unless you're that one guy that's no longer in RC that uh, hated trophy girls for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I built a whole track dedicated to that guy. Yeah. It had all the stuff yeah, that he did. said not to put in a track. It was great. Yeah. It was, it was an awesome track. It was. It was super <laughs> awesome. Uh, Andy, can I bring our stuff down Thursday morning? Yes, you can. Doors open at 10 uh, for pit setup. You won't be able to get on the track until 4 p.m. on Thursday for the big race coming up here in two, three weeks, three weeks. GT Fakey, what do you guys use to wash your tires? I usually don't. I don't have time to wash my tires, but luckily on our track, you don't necessarily have to wash your tires if you don't want to. So, but Will's got this whole system. Okay. So what I do or what I have, um, this is actually the, uh, J concepts, uh, like you can get the battery box or the, um, the motor box, same box. And it has, you see those like screw holes there in the bottom that have screws in it. Well, J Concepts makes a brush that screws into there and the and O-rings that seed into that spot to seal it, right? So I fill I fill this up to about the bottom of the bristles. And I'll even put my tires on my drill and just like spin them on top of here and then wipe them off. You're not using if glass track- cleaner anymore? No, no, no. I'd still do that. But if the track's heavy and there's like in your uh, tires are like caked with mud, I'll use that. And then I'll uh, put glass cleaner on them and dry them you know, like I normally would. But like these, you know, there's these are off of my car from Saturday and they're just a little dusty, whatever. I'll uh, I'll just hit these with some gra- glass cleaner and a rag and they're good. Yeah. Yeah, normally, normally glass cleaner and rag is on our track, so good way to go. Um, what you want? What I use is this stuff, the sprayway, right? And I don't know if anybody's ever heard the story about how I figured that out. Um, but uh, we went. There's used to be this track in Des Moines, Iowa, called Blue Groove, and it was a black dirt track, and. Um, at the time, a lot of people were using, um, simple green, things like that to clean their tires. And, um, for me, like, cause I, I come from dirt oval go-kart racing, which is pretty much just racing tires. We don't ra- we didn't quit racing go-karts like 30 years ago and started yeah. racing tires. And, um, the, I w- I had to go to home Depot to get a six strip like for a power power strip and i was doing some research the night before and i was trying to figure out there's this chemical that's used to cure tires and i don't know if it's used uh by rc car tire manufacturers but i know it's used by uh maxis um or you know like big tire brands right so um it's it's actually in simple green too 
But um, Simple Green adds some dye to turn it green, I believe, and price some scent and things like that, which is kind of like um, eating a bunch of fast food. You know, it has a bunch of extra stuff it doesn't really need in it. So this, you spray. if you were to spray this into a, a container, it's actually clear. And that same chemical is in this, and that's what's used to cure uh, full-size tires. It's, it's a chemical that starts to be, I can't remember what it's called. But what it does is it kind of opens the pores up and it, you know, you, you spray it on and you clean them and they actually feel like a lot grippier. Like they, it just kind of freshens them up and adds that chemical back into it that makes them grippy. And, uh, you know, so at the checkout aisle and I'm getting my six strip at Home Depot, they had the little $1 cans of this stuff. Yeah. And so I bought 10 cans. And we went to that race and I uh, ran my car once and I came back to my pit and I cleaned my tires with it. And I was like, whoa, that feels pretty good. Mm -hmm. I put tire goop on my tires and it soaked right in. I was like, huh, well, that's what we're looking for. And so everybody that was at our big table in our group from Omaha, I just handed it out to everybody. I was like, try this stuff. Everybody tried it and liked it. I was like, oh, I might be onto something. So I kept using it. Uh, Tom Rinderneck used it and he took it to some bigger races with it. And, you know, the rest is kind of history. But nice. Yeah, I think it makes a difference. Yeah, I've used it and it kind of has a sticky feel after you're done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. That's the story. That's the story. Mason Herrick wants to know if we have people that want to pit together. How do we how do you want us to reserve those spots? Uh, so in the next coming days, I'm going to have a, a sheet out and I'll just have people contact me. I'll make a post and I'll say, okay, below here, just put who you want to be next to. And, uh, I'll just let everybody do that and I'll just figure it out. That's how I did it. It's techno series. It'll be twice as many people, but, but I, like I said, I got Thomas trans giving me 25 names for TLR. I'm sure, um, Jason and, and Brent Thelke will, will Thelke will give me enough names that I can. I can get it figured out. So just be patient. It'll be, it'll come out. I'll put it on that new page. We got Aaron Salace says to try dirt web, uh, 2.2 inch front and rear truck tires. Yeah. I, uh, I was thinking about trying dirt webs. We just don't have any at the store. So I just haven't gotten around to it yet. I was thinking like dirt web fronts and ellipse rears. Yeah. I think that's a winning combination right there. Yeah. Trevor Paul said carpet is king. And then he said, kidding. Love racing either way. Uh, Matt Kessel's on here. He says, hey, uh, can't wait to see you guys in late February again. I think he's a techno racer. Woo! Mad Thunder wants to know, is Tamiya M chassis class still popular? And I don't, not really, not lately. Not lately. I, I think it's declined ever since they allowed the rear motor cars with the one extra pinion gear to compete with the front wheel drive cars that had the one less pinion gear option. And then it kind of, kind of, I don't know, the decline of that started happening because it was really, really, really big back with the MO3 days. Yeah. And then, then they kind of, changed rules and allowed, you know, the MO4 to, to, to run. And, and then they, then the MO6 could run with the MO5s. 
and the ML3s kind of kind of fell out of favor. So not really, not as of late, which is too bad. I mean, it's fun. Paul Renault wants to know where the where are where are all the race videos? <laughs> Only many. I know. So um uh I have mod two wheel drive right now on my phone. I will try to put it up tonight. And then I actually have to get last week's sportsman A main up too. I've just been uh I've been slacking, to be honest with you. I've been so busy. And Mondays are my one day off. And like today, the whole family had the day off. So um because of Martin Luther King Day. So uh we went off and did a whole bunch of errands and stuff. So I had a whole bunch of family stuff to do. So and I had to work all day yesterday. I normally sometimes don't work on Sundays after after a big race day, but I did yesterday. So I'll try to get them up tonight. I really apologize for the tardiness on that one. Yeah, Andy Barrett says Rod wasn't there. That's true. I think he's working a lot now. Uh, okay, so Nick Sneathan's got another one here. Uh, what do you think? I think this is one that he posted on the uh, page too, on the Facebook page. What do you think about running the longer arms, 75 millimeter with the 69 millimeter dog bones? Do you need to change axles or hex size if you make the switch? Um, you'd probably want to run five mil hexes, but I believe it's the same axle. Um, I think, I don't think you need to change axles unless you're going to run, um, 69 millimeter drive shafts in the 73 millimeter arms. That's the only time you'd need to change the act, like the axles in the, uh, out here in the hub. Um, I personally, I don't think, I honestly don't think that there's a huge difference other than driver's preference. Um, it's not like one is just the end all beat all over the other. I run the 73 millimeter arms and the 67 millimeter drive shafts. And that's what I like best. I tried the, um, other ones, but, um, it was just different. Like it, it wasn't any better. It was just a different style of driving. So I like my, my car to, I mean, I like my car to feel fairly neutral and planted and cause I drive really hard and I, I kind of need a car that, um, that isn't really one that you have to finesse a whole lot. Um, and I say, I think my two wheels kind of that, like I can really pull on it and just kind of gap some, some other cars if I have to, you know, um, coming out of a corner cause my car's more planted. Um, the 75 millimeter arms, the wide, wide pivot, um, may make it feel a little freer, be a little freer feeling car, but both are fast. Um, it's just, I think it's just for different styles of driving yeah. personally. Um, and I think that maybe if you were on a track that was maybe slick tire, one run slicks, um, high traction, you might want the, um, 75s just to free the car up a little bit and make it kind of have that out, not so in the track feeling, yeah. but, um, we don't have that at the Plex no. very often. So I stick with the, what I know and I, I prefer the, the more neutral feeling car or, or at least, uh, maybe one that's a little easier to drive. Yeah. So, um, I, and I think that my, my setup does that. And I, I know that works for me. So I, I haven't changed it. Yeah. I haven't changed my car at all since July. Hmm. I just have that one setup that I like and I've taken it to a few different tracks and it works well for yeah. me. Vanderbeek asked me so, what I did to my car so far. And I'm like, nothing. 
Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. still running basically box stocks too, because he, he was putting uh, he put my setup back on his car because that's what he was running or at least something really close to it. Yeah. And he took the 75 millimeter arms off and went to the 73s. Um, the it's kind of like because I had had that setup. I ran at the spring champs um, and it worked well and I gave it to Mac and those guys ran it. And uh, Alex ran that same setup everywhere for like a year. Yeah, it, it was it, it's like one of those setups like you just know what it is. And you just drive it a little differently if you have to. And it feels good. At least that's my, that's my opinion. That's what I like. Super chat. Uh, Peter Renault just dropped a super chat. Uh, five, five Canadian dollars. Wow. Why are there two different size holes on the, on the Octolock? The slipper? Yeah. Two different size holes. Yeah. I don't know what he's talking about. Cause there it is. I don't see any holes. Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I guess it, what, what holes are you talking about, bud? Yeah. I'll see if I can get a follow up. And then uh, I didn't get a chance to. And then the other part of the question I believe is I didn't get a chance to video the Plex spec race because nobody was there to, to video for me. And uh, everybody was inside. Everybody was really serious on Saturday. <laughs> Dude, it was a. It was a. Uh, it was a grudge match. Everybody <laughs> wanted to come out swinging. <laughs> so, yeah, there wasn't. Uh, it says the pads come in two inner hole sizes. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Um, there's one that's there's one that's for the four wheel drive slipper, I believe, and it's it's so there's more pad there, so there's more to. There's more resistance. Um, you want the, I'll, I have the ones that I use. Are, are we, are we talking two wheel drive there, buddy? I think maybe four wheel drive. Maybe four wheel. Yeah. I'm not sure which ones you'd want for four wheel, but yeah. Cause these, okay. Okay. Now I know what he's talking about. Okay. Um, so the, the inside of that hole on this one's 19 millimeter mm-hmm. and there's one that has a smaller hole. And I think it has to do with the, the four wheel drive slipper Okay, um, is being the difference. I believe okay. but I haven't used it. So on four wheel, so I am not a hundred percent for sure. Okay. So it's two different pads for two different uh, cars. App- applications. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, I hope that, <laughs> Hope that answered your question. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I haven't I, gotten I, there. I'll, I'll look at. I'll look it up and I'll I'll try to text you to uh, shoot me a, a message on Facebook, and uh, I'll I'll get back to you and I'll figure it out. Um. Okay. We'll try to get these pretty quick here. Uh. What's the difference between the silver and bronze shock bodies? Is it just for looks? Between well, the, the Kashima Kashima coated stuff and the non Kashima. The Kashima coated ones uh, are supposed to be uh, more consistent uh, just because they have the coating on the inside of them. Um, Cause your shocks do warm up a yeah. little bit, like when you're running um, and it just keep it's a, like a little tighter uh, slicker bore on the piston. And uh, I think they look better, yeah. honestly, like it, it, to uh, me, it's a they do look, they do look cool. Um, but it for I I think it makes a difference. So I haven't run the the regular uncoated ones in a while, um, but I I believe it makes a difference. So. 
Uh, John Haas wanted to know what my ride height was on my mini truggy. And I'm running uh, 20 in the front, 21 in the back. Usually. That's pretty low, apparently. From from because um, I keep getting people coming up. How low is your truck? And that's I don't know. Mad Thunder wants to know what uh, what remote manufacturers do we like to use? I think we both agreed, Sanwa. Yeah, Sanwa is where it's at. Yeah, I believe I held your M17 again. I shouldn't have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gonna get in trouble one of these days when I come home with one. <laughs> John Haas wants to thank you, Will, for showing him the puck system and explaining it to a noob. Oh, yeah, no problem, buddy. That's, that's what it's all about. Follow-up question from last week. How come Pancar isn't more popular? Boy, I... Is it... I don't know. It's just, it's just like... Uh, touring cars it's probably one of kind of took yeah, over. It's probably... Yeah. It's probably one of the hardest classes to be fast at 12 scale anymore. I think. And even 10 scale. 10 scale. I remember 10 scale pan car used to be a big deal. Yeah. And they had a worlds for it. They don't have worlds for it anymore. I don't think. Yeah. I don't know. I really don't. I, I think that touring car has just become such a, a normal thing. Now it tracks that it's hard to get guys to want to, pick up a, a, a WGT car, which is what, what 10 scale would be or pro 10 or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, guys are trying to bring it back every once in a while, but it just seems like, um, just, just doesn't catch on, you know? Yeah. Plus they're kind of brittle. Yeah. It's pretty easy to kit one of those. Yeah. Gordon Shaw has got a cool one. Uh, so, uh, check this out. Hi guys. Loving the show. Watching from Australia. Whoa. Totally cool. I love Australia. I want to, I would love to go to Australia one day. Yeah. I'd like to go there. Um, I have a B 74 with brass pistons. He's running outdoor dirt. Cause they still do that down there. Um, mm-hmm. what difference would switching to the equivalent size plastic ones make? The, the brass pistons are supposed to put more weight directly onto the arm. Um, so like, when you go through a bumpy section, it's supposed to, the shock's supposed to recover faster um, and it's make your car feel more planted. So it's kind of like there, there was a, in uh, like full skit or full size touring car racing. There was a uh, wing that was banned because it was actually mounted directly onto the A arms of the rear suspension. So it pushed down all the downforce directly into the suspend into the, uh, tires without, you know, affecting the suspension at all. So it was super effective. And that is what I believe that those brass pistons do. It just, it forces the tires back down, makes your car feel heavier than it really is. So by switching from the brass pistons to the plastic ones, you would probably lose some of that stability over a bumpy section. Yeah. You probably wouldn't feel as planted into the tray. Like, you know how we're always talking about how, like when my car is working really well, I feel like it's into the track. Yeah. Yeah, You would probably lose that. It would probably almost feel lighter in a way. Yeah. I have never run brass pistons in electric 10 scale. 
I tried them in eight scale one time. Right. I bought those flashpoint ones yeah. and I did not like them. My car would not like pivot and move, Yeah, but it was like super planted. Yeah. It just felt like really heavy. <laughs> and, uh, we were, well, and that was indoor. So it was racing eight scale inside, maybe outside. I'd like them. Right. I know that, um, alleged or what I always heard is that, um, uh, Mayfield ran those, those brass pistons in his cars at the, uh, China worlds, um, outside on mm-hmm. that track, on that bumpy track. Yeah. Um, I could see you, that. Know, do you remember hearing that too? Uh huh. I don't know. I've never ran them in 10 scale. So, but I would assume that they have a, a very specific application. Yeah. Big dude wants to know if we've, if we've seen the new, uh, JQ vlog. Nope. I did. I actually watched it um, the other night. I got yelled at because it was too loud. My wife came out with just a t-shirt on. It was pretty awesome and yelled at me and then went back inside and went to bed. Apparently she, apparently she does not like JQ's voice, uh, but whatever. Honestly, it was, it was kind of long and rambly, but I, I'm curious to see what the next segment's going to be about his solution to the problems that he sees in RC. It's funny though, because I tend to disagree slightly that RC is in trouble. I've been hearing that RC is in trouble ever since I got into RC. Yeah. I mean, on RC tech, every couple of weeks, there'd be a thread. RC's doomed and it's going to go away. And it hasn't <laughs> like it just, it's yeah. just, so I don't know if, I don't know if I really believe that. Look at this race. We had no marketing. Our race is full. Mm-hmm. They had 500 something entries at this other race down there. We've had solid club racing here in the Midwest, not just at yeah. our place, but around us too. They've had pretty good club racing. So I don't know. There's some of that. I'm like, eh, I don't know. I don't necessarily think, you know, we're in trouble, but I would, I'm, I'm interested to see what his solutions are about um, race format and, and, and all that. The, the interesting thing that I took away with it was he wants more uh, openness on the rivalries of, of RC. And I could kind of agree with that because when I was a kid, it was Losi and associated and there, there really was some strong rival rivalry there, you know? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. You need to watch it. You need to sit down and just, just, you need to muscle through it. it it's something you got to, you have to muscle through it. Yeah. I have no problems with any, any of that stuff. Yeah. yeah. I'll check it out. I just don't, I never see it. Like, yeah. Yeah. You just got to find the time. I come down in my room, I put on South Park or the Simpsons or a podcast <laughs> and I'm wrenching. Like yep. I don't listen. I don't. Yeah. And I work, I work for a living. Yeah. I don't have, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what time does the track open tomorrow? 4 PM. I'm, I'm actually going to be out on the track doing some stuff. Um, yeah. Andy Barrett said RC is well in the, in the Midwest. Kessel said here at smack track, we're getting a hundred plus entries for club racing. Seem to be doing fine. Yeah. John Haas uh, said ton of racing, ton of fun racing on Saturday. Need to work on the lap times. Yeah. So Nick Nuthouse just said RC racing can be intimidating for new folks. And I, I did read in, I, I do agree with that part of it too. So part of this, um, vlog was like RC racers have to be better. And I totally agreed with that. Like you can't be a douche to people. Um, and that's, and you have to be open and willing to help people. And I think that's one thing that I, I don't mind tooting our horn about is that the Plex right now, the atmosphere at the Plex, if people come sit down, you know, find their pit spot and just start talking to everybody. 
I know it can be intimidating, but the atmosphere that we have at the Plex right now in 2021 is probably the best we've ever had it. Yeah, I think so. And I can say that I can say that without a doubt. Everybody's open to helping people. If you need a hole in your body for for a for a transponder, you know somebody will do it for you. Guys like Will will uh, will go out of their way to you know at least help you get your car going straight, you know, on the track and and give you pointers here and there. And I haven't seen that that bit of of arrogance and douchebaggery that can occur sometimes at an RC racetrack around here. Yeah. As of late. No, I, I try to, I try to get, do a good job. I mean, like I, I get, you know, a lot of people asking me questions all the time and, yeah. you know, I always make time for anybody that's making the time to ask me, you yeah. know? Yep. Um, yeah. I, you know, Hey, if I'm, if I'm ever a jerk, call me out, Yeah. you know, Same here. I try to, I try to do, I try to do the best job I can. Cause, uh, I was new. And it sucks. It sucks being new. Yeah. yeah. I've got a resting douche face it's, and I know I do. So a lot of times I know that I've, I've, I appear that I don't want to talk to anybody or that I'm yeah. irritated. I'm really not. I just, mm-hmm. this is my face. Like it's just, it's just <laughs> life. It's just life. Right. But, <laughs> mm-hmm. but life, my, my this lifestyle has done this to me. Look, yeah, look, look at, at this. me. Look at me. <laughs> Anyways, um, okay. Anyways, uh, real quick, average setup height for four wheel drive on dirt B seventy four. Go. Um, I ran nineteen millimeters on Saturday, and I didn't change it. Okay. Um, nor sometimes I'll run as low as seventeen at our track. Um, when I was in uh, Kansas City a couple months ago, I ran, I think, as low as sixteen, but I ran like. 17 in the rear and 16 in the front. Mm. Um, but that, you know, and that was on slicks. So, you know, the more grip you have, you know, the lower, lower, you lower your tread is the lower your right height needs to be. Yep. I mean, it's kind of a good, good uh, rule of thumb, but um, I, I, I run net, uh, 18, 17 to 18 at the Plex usually on forward. Okay. All right. That with that, we better go. My wife's in there staring at me. Yeah, it's time to go. <laughs> All right. So this is the Hobbyplex show. Uh, it's been uh, brought to you by Pivot Lending Group. You can find them at pivotlending.com and uh, get a hold of Don Zoller or Aiden Olson's dad and uh, mention our show. You can get $500 lender credit or 0.125 off your interest rate if you get hooked up with a home loan or refinance. And, uh, you know, we're going to talk about the uh, the big race coming um, two more weeks. We got we got two more weeks of club racing. So we'll be hitting that uh, J Concepts race info you know, over the, over the head again and again and again. So just hang in there if, if you missed anything or if I missed anything, but until then, um, you know, we'll be back next week. Hopefully we'll have another big race day to talk about and, uh, should be a lot of fun. Yeah, it'd be sweet. Totally. Well, with that, uh, appreciate you guys. Like I said, uh, I think at one point we had like 30 people watching. That's awesome. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, thanks for tuning in. Yeah. Thanks guys. Really appreciate the turnouts and you know, people telling me it's a track they love listening to the show and watching the show when they're working on their stuff that makes my day. Yep. So. Same here. Bye. See you guys.